This is Your Life, God's Truth, your QFM. It's Phil, and so good to have Pastor Gus back on from Warroad Community Church. He's just been playing hooky for a couple of weeks. How you doing, Gus? That's right. We took some <laughs> downtime and had a little staycation, and what can I say? I'm, I'm rest and, rested and relaxed and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year, and uh, I, I'm assuming as a pastor you're looking forward to this year. Whatever God brings your way. That's right. Like, I'm just, I'm all along for the ride, brother. Like, Lord, you can do whatever you want to do, and I'm going to do my best to stay out of the way. <laughs> you know, you finished it with a bang. Let's just touch on it briefly, because oh, yeah. we did we did talk about it a little bit right before your break, is you had a, you invited someone to come, and uh, they, he was talking about God's uh, miraculous healing and, you know, teaching on it in a biblical manner, correct? Absolutely. Totally biblical. And, you know, just a tiny bit of backstory was I was really frustrated. Like, I see all these miracles happening in the Bible and in the third world and, you know, Jesus instructing us to lay our hands on the sick and healing them. And I, I've done that yeah. tons of times, but he hasn't healed nobody, Right. And so I was just so frustrated, and I came across this guy online who kept on posting on Facebook about, well, I was in Colombia, and 17 people got healed, and I was in the Philippines, and 120 people got healed, and I was in Alaska, and 97 people got, like, all, and I just finally reached out to him, and I'm like, you want to come to my church? And he did. Well, because he had Minnesota connection, too, right? Yeah, yeah, he's from Minnesota, he's from the Minneapolis area, and uh, but he's out in the third world, you know, uh, 10 months out of the yeah, year. Yeah. So, so he came home for Christmas to visit his family, and we had him on the 18, 19th, 20th, 21st, I think, of, of mm -hmm. December. And, and he just taught so wonderfully about divine healing, but the coolest thing was that there were real, legitimate, miraculous things that happened. Yeah, praise uh, God. You know, deaf ears open, mm. mobility of joints that were unmobile, completely open. We had a spontaneous bone growth of a little girl who was four years old that had still had her soft spot in her head. Well, she has much less of a soft, soft spot. Not like her parents yeah. used to be able to feel her brain, hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. But now there's this thin layer of bone that happened instantaneously right after their command for the bone to grow. It was, it was just incredible. Like, a, a gal that I prayed for and commanded her ears to release, and this wasn't, like, deaf ears. She just was super stopped up, you know, like, a, you know, like, have a cold in your mm -hmm. ear kind of yep. thing. You know, Plugged her up. Head was off. And she looked at me and freaked out and said, it's gone. It's completely gone. And mm. my first thought was, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I get skeptical of that stuff, you know? Well, many people do. Yeah, but it, well, she wasn't lying. Her husband showed up for the for church the very next Sunday. I mean, the first Sunday, yeah. you know, after that happened, he's like, because he was like, "Man, that's crazy." And hmm. but anyway, that's just the half of it. Well, it was praise just God, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was telling you, just in the last two days, I have talked to two missionaries from Cameroon, Africa, here in our listening area. One in Bemidji, one in Grand Forks, and we were talking about this subject among other things. And they said in in Cameroon. They rely on God's healing. It is so common because they don't have a hospital or a doctor nearby at all. If you get sick, you pray for God's healing in the name of Jesus, or if it's serious, you die. I mean, and they both said the same thing. So, 
Yeah, and not you know? everybody here got healed. There were dozens well, right, of people right. that didn't get healed at all. Right. And I have no idea why. I asked uh, the guy that we brought in, and he doesn't either. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> but I do know that God heals, and so we're just going to be excited about those who healed, uh, who were healed, and, you know, yeah. scratch our head with those who don't. Well, we you know why you don't know? Healing. It's because Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9, we just read them yesterday. His ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We're not going to know all those things, right? No, we're uh, not. Yeah. Hmm. Whatever. It doesn't mean that he doesn't heal. So that's what we're trying to focus on, right? Yeah, that's pretty neat. So there you go. And uh, we appreciate that update on that. Now, I wanted to touch on something. We were notified. uh, Josh actually brought this to our attention. uh, Speaking of healing, as a matter of fact, we think of physical healing, but... I'll tell you what, this nation, this world is probably even more in need of mental healing. And there's so many issues going on, whether you want to tie it to a gut-brain connection, uh, which obviously obviously is true, but so many psychological issues out there, broken families and, and things like that, that are resulting in craziness in the world today. And the North Dakota Catholic Conference sent out a letter this week. It happened on Monday. Uh, a lot of people just got it today. And uh, it basically, it says on behalf of Bishop David Kagan and Bishop John Fulda, they're writing to alert you of a concerning development at the University of North Dakota. And you know, I'm not going to read this whole thing, even though it is rather short. But basically, uh, UND is on the cusp of uh, enacting a gender inclusion policy that would be very, very dangerous. And one of the things that uh, they would, you know, that they would do is this policy would apply to on-campus housing. It would really apply to everything, everybody, uh, staff, uh, professors, students, visitors, student organizations, everything. And uh, UND does require all first-year students to Uh, stay on campus, and according to this proposed policy that they may enact very soon, an individual will be assigned housing according to their expressed gender rather than their biological sex. Uh, In fact, no one can even inquire about the individual's actual biological sex. So, for example, your daughter, who is a first-year student at UND, could be assigned to a dorm room where a biological male shares the room with her. You know, Gus, we've talked about <laughs> Not this. Not my daughter. <laughs> well, I, I mean, that's the thing. And they're <laughs> actually mean, yeah. they're saying if you are considering college for your sons and daughters, you have got to look into these kinds of things because it ain't business as usual anymore on college campuses. Wow. That's some serious social engineering. It's, I mean, it's not surprising. It's certainly discouraging. But it's not surprising because that's the way the world is going. But it's only going that way because people like me and you and those listening to us don't do much about it. Like, yeah. come on, call UND and be and just be like, hey, be respectful. But you know, it's okay to say that's pretty ridiculous, you guys. Like, mm. I've purposed in my heart that I'm not going to call a a woman a man if she wants to be called a man because i'm not going to partner with the enemy of her soul in order to confer to further confuse her yeah like i'm not going to do that you know if she wants to be called jim bob and she was born a sally then i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be okay with that Mm. and that's not being rude that's just being real (laughs) 
Yeah, and it is sad of all the that is happening in our nation and in our world today that it goes right against Scripture. And, you know, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, uh, I mean, on and on, uh, will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. That is what we need desperately is this spiritual awakening. But at the same time, we have this supernatural battle that just rages on, Gus. And it's not so hard to just remind people what the Bible says. Like, sometimes I feel like we elevate that to a place where it's just so hard to live the Scripture. Well, it's harder not to. Like, when you're a follower of Jesus, it's harder not to, because you have this warring that goes on in your own soul. But if you are living the Scripture and actually speaking what it says to speak, there's a great amount of peace and and uh, just, I don't know, well, peace. There's a great amount of peace. And we, when the Scripture tells us that the world is going to hate you because it hated me, Jesus says. like, And when they start hating on us, we need not be concerned about that. We yeah. just need to be like, well, uh, Jesus told me that was going to happen, so I guess here it's happening. Yeah, and we can turn right around and say, we love you. Uh, we're not resisting this because we hate you. We're resisting this because we love you. And, you know, God loves the world. And I was reading an article here from Jim Dennison saying, whatever your position is on these sorts of things, whether it's abortion or same-sex marriage or this LGBTQ activism, you know, he loves you. Even if you reject his love or deny his existence, guess what? God still loves you. Uh, he is love. And... <laughs> <laughs> we have to pray that at some point in their lives, they will come to understand that. Um, yeah, and, yeah. and I think they only come to understand that when they hear the truth from us, given in a winsome way. Yeah. Right? Like, if they never hear the truth because we're too afraid about being labeled a hater, even though we're really lovers, then the chances of them repenting become basically zero. Like, how do people get saved? At the preaching of the cross. Yeah. Right? And, and if we don't preach it, then they're not getting saved. Like, Jesus did his job. He set us free. But now it's our job to tell other people about freedom in Christ. Like, he doesn't generally just show up in just some uninvited house guest situation and manifest himself in the middle of somebody's living room and say, you know, hey, follow me. He's relying on Phil and Gus and every other follower of Christ out there to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. I know, it's tough, man. It really <laughs> is tough to just uh, you know, we, do we, those things, but it's tougher not to. Yeah, and we have to find that line where not only are we doing that, talking about Jesus in a winsome way, but at the same time, gently standing against this perversion that is happening in places like the University of North Dakota, or, you know, the fact that they're even proposing this is just crazy. It's pretty crazy in that here you have an institute of higher learning are actually, you know, they, they don't understand some basic biology. But what they 
are, you know, basically just accepting is this new, you know, idea <laughs> that somehow a gender is a fluid concept. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. They're just categorically wrong, and we need to lovingly tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say, this is actually kind of funny. You know our good friend, Pastor Shane, out in California? Yeah. He's like you and I. I mean, he's, he's well, he's probably even more bolder, certainly, than me. He's maybe tied with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's just a neat guy, and he he's, preaches love, and but at the same time, to, to take a stand. Well, uh, I just got an email from him. Uh, we're, you know, we get involved with his church as much as we can, and uh, they instituted a new texting program for everyone at the church. The church has really been growing. <laughs> they didn't realize that as people were signing up to uh, to sign into this new texting program, they, they ask you some questions uh, so you can join. And one was, are you male, female, or non-binary? <laughs> he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't know that was going to be there. So he had to, you know, emergency communication from the church. Uh, we are so sorry that was there, and we're going to try to talk to the to the um, you know powers that be that run this new software to get that off yeah. of there. I mean, you can imagine he was just freaking out about that. It's so funny, and they and they make up terms like non-binary. It sounds so like benign, you know. But really, what that means is you're not a male or a female. Yeah. Like when you phrase it that way, I'm not male or female. It sounds ridiculous, but when you say I'm non-binary, it sounds believable for some reason. <laughs> but it is ridiculous. It is. But yeah. I guess maybe ridiculous isn't a gentle word either, you know? maybe No, it, yeah, it, I'm sure it's offensive to those that are, you know, claiming to be non-binary. But yeah. at the same time, I can claim all I want to be a horse. It doesn't make me a horse. I yeah. can claim all I want to be Chinese. But one look at me, you're going to say, that dude is Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> well, Gus, it is important, and we do encourage people. This is real, this thing at UND. And you know, this just happened this week, and so you can make a difference by gently calling the university, uh, you know, to their administration office. One of the numbers is 1-800-CALL-UND. Now, you might be, oh, you just made that up. No, I'm on their website right now. Uh, they have a toll-free number, call 800-CALL-UND, or uh, a 701-777-3000 uh, and you can get their switchboard board, but you know, go right to the president, go to the administration, and say, "Hey, come on now." This it is... does make a difference. Like in the yes, small town of War yes. Road, the Holiday Gas Station was selling pornography years ago. All of us pastors didn't want it to be sold, so we went to them and said, "Listen, we're going to boycott your store. All of our <laughs> congregations are not going to go to Holiday Gas Station anymore unless you pull the porn from the shelf." Guess what they did? Yep, they pulled the porn from the shelf. Now. That's a smaller example, but the principle is the same. Yeah. Just if all of a sudden 14,000 Christians called the president's office, they would probably think twice about yeah. this cockamamie stuff. They have a medical school, for crying out loud. And you telling me, are you telling me in this medical school they're not learning about male and female? Of course they are. You it's know? anatomy, for goodness yeah. sake. Like, and I'm DNA. Not a, and... I'm not a doctor, but... I I know 
But you play yeah, one on TV. <laughs> but you play one on the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I guess we got to laugh about it once in a while, but it is serious. So give them a call. Yeah. Uh, this is a proposed policy, and according to the North Dakota Catholic Conference, uh, they are f- possibly finalizing it very soon. So, Amen. Kudos yeah. to the Catholic Church for taking some that's public right. stands like this. Yeah. Like, you guys... God bless you guys. Thank you. Because you're a powerful organization. You're way more powerful than little old War Road Community Church in War Road, yeah. Minnesota. You know, and so I just I commend you. Any Every Catholic listening to my voice right now, praise That's right. Jesus for you. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I guarantee you they're very, very important when it comes to this battle for life and this overturning of Roe versus Wade. You know, most of those conservative Supreme Court members that we're praying for are Catholics. So, are Catholic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so go Catholics. There you go. Amen. Uh, 701-777-3000 at UND or one 800 call und gus god bless you it's always great to visit with you and uh, we'll do it again yes sir awesome all right this is your life god's truth your qfm